Good morning. Come on, y'all. I'm here. I know it didn't look like I was here, but I'm here. Hey, y'all. Come on. Do me a favor. Start sharing. Hey, Kedra. Hey, Aunt Cheryl. Hey, I'm here. I'm here. We here. We on time. We getting ready to get started. I am so grateful for what God is doing. Do me a favor. I'm getting ready to start sharing the devotional. You start sharing the devotional. And we're going to get it absolutely everywhere it needs to be today. Come on. Nate says she in here. Jerrica say she in here. Patricia say she in here. Makisha say she in here. Uh, Liberta says she in here. Angela says she in here. See, Andrew says she in here. Tremaine says she in here. Roxy says she in here. Pastor Mary says she in here. Margie says she in here. These stylists on Deshana is in here. Katina is in here. Leticia, Edie, Jamika, and Katina and Roxy is in here. Lynette is in here. I think my Tam Tam done hit the block. Shamana is in here this morning. If you in here, make some noise. <laughs> Come on, y'all. Y'all ain't got to do stuff regular. Um the same way all the time. You ain't got to be so uh, stout and serious when it comes 
to the things of God. You get to enjoy your day. You get to rejoice in your day. You ain't got to have all the religious God bless us. You ain't got to do all that. Like God be wanting you to show up in your authentic self. God be wanting you to show up with like how you talk to him on a daily basis. Probably one of the biggest breakthroughs I got was when I realized that God was looking for me to show up like me. <laughs> Come on. I'm going to free somebody this morning. God was looking for me to show up like me, right? He wasn't looking for me to show up like nobody else, damn. He wasn't looking for me to show up like nobody else, son. He wasn't looking for me to show up like nobody else, Thea. He wasn't looking for me to show up like nobody else, Stacy. Yara. He ain't want another Yara. He wanted one Yara. He wanted one Yara. He wanted one Courtney. He wanted one. Come on now. He wanted one. He wanted one. He wanted one Lavender. Come on. Yeah, Sharana said, loosen up and enjoy the word. Ooh! My friend, my girl, um, my girl, uh, my girl Carla calls me hood sweet. She said she's sweet with some hood. She said she's sweet with some hood. Like I can be all professional and nice and dim and demure. And I know how to sit at the table with kings and queens and professionals and governors and all of these officials. But this day that the Lord has made my specific, my relationship with him. Hey, Neil, hey, boo. My relationship with him, I show up in authenticity. Authenticity, And when I started showing up to God in authenticity, and I stopped looking for validation, my God, come on now. Come on. Come on, Makisha. Like when I started showing, and, I'm, and I am, I'm sweet as can be, but when I started showing up in the authenticity of who I am, then everything connected to me would begin to flow because there's a particular sound. And I taught this one time. There's a particular sound. That's why when you call the ministry, you ain't supposed to look like nobody else. You ain't supposed to act like nobody else. And I remember my aunt told me, he was like, God is giving you this evangelistic ministry, this ministry that you have a specific sound. It's unique. It's, um, it's ideal. And when you have a specific sound and you show up in your specific sound and you show up like you, that everybody, Kim Yali, that's supposed to be attracted to you will be drawn to you because the sound that you release really sounds like sweet music because it sounds like God to them. Woo! Come on, Revelation. It sounds like God to them. So I can't afford to show up any day like anybody else or I'm not walking in the fullness. Now, I will tell you that I had to spend a lot of time in God's presence to be able to learn what was me and what was culture and what was family and what was everything else. And because I had devalued myself um, for so long, like the authentic me, I didn't know her and I had devalued her and I put her on a back burner and I had been bullied and my bully self showed up and my traumatic self showed up and that other girl would show up. Um, my low self-esteem self would show up because all of those had been meshed in my system for so long. I didn't really know how to show up as me. I didn't really know who me were. And so I had to begin to spend time with God so that he could show me me that was divided from this world taught me, taught me that was divided with what I thought a woman of God should act like that was divided, especially when I thought a woman that preached should act like 
Like if I showed up, not knocking nobody, if I showed up on Sunday morning in church with a hat on, they would probably pass out. I tried that. And it's so funny because yesterday I made a Facebook post about showing up. And at the same time, like Jess hadn't even seen the post, seen the post. And when I do thoughts I'm having, they, they're my thoughts, but they're really thoughts God gives us to provoke us to think deeper. Like God is speaking to me to provoke us to think, think deeper. And so I was like, I was like meditating on these thoughts, right? And as I'm meditating on these thoughts, I'm like, okay, okay. Jess sends me a text and she says, you don't need to be nobody but you. Like you don't need to be nobody but you. Like everybody connected to you. I don't care if it's your isms, your whatever. Everybody that's supposed to be connected to you loves you for just being you. And I was like, my God, like I know that. Like, but she affirmed what God was showing me yesterday, which gave me a renewed, more of a renewed mindset. Can I tell y'all something? God will always um, give you confirmation, right? And so there are facets to my personality. Like when I'm in certain places, I know how to bob and weave and navigate differently. But when I'm on my home front, somebody say she at home, y'all. <laughs> she at home, y'all. When I'm on my home front, when I'm in my domain, when I'm at my house, when I'm in my position, when I'm in my place, see, I'm like, if I go to my Mama Pat trailer, they bring me over to speak the word. If I go to Mama Pat, I'm going to operate according to her house. I'm going to operate according to her house. But when I'm in my house, <laughs> Lynette, when I'm in my house, <laughs> I'm going to act just like I act in my house. Because the other thing is, I don't want you to get some version. I don't want to get some, I don't want you to get some version of me that's not my authentic self. And then you you can't really tap into or we don't tap into the God in me. Y'all said MD by day, Memphis by night. <laughs> Come on, y'all. MD by day, Memphis by night, right? So we got to know, like you just got to know that you got to know, you got to know who you are. You got to be confident in you are. You got to know how to walk in places. Just be your authentic you. And if you don't know the authentic you, because sometimes we don't, we just don't. Life has happened to us. Lord, show me me. Come on, type that in the comments. Lord, show me me. Show me facets of me that I may not even know yet. Come on, pray. Come on, show me facets of me that I'm not even know, not, not even know yet. So, because can I tell you some, something? Those of us that are keen in our discernment, we know when you don't show up the right you. <laughs> Those of us that are keen in discernment, we know when you don't show up the right you. We know it was funny. A man was sitting next to me at the basketball game and he didn't know to use the word discernment. And he was like, when one of his friends used to date girls, he could always just call it like it is. And he said, sometimes you could be sitting next to somebody. He said, I put up my hand on her and I could feel that she was evil. Or I put my, like I could be talking to her and I could pick up like just different things that I could pick up. He said, I would always say something and my boy would be like, you are absolutely right, right? Well, most of us show up in a representation of what we think people want from us. I'm, I'm the coffee good this morning too, y'all. I had some chocolate and just all this. Come on, come on. So show, come on, show me, Lord, show me me. Show me the best version of me. Show me the me. Like this has been my year to reclaim my womanhood. Like after I turned 49, I decided, you know what? It's time for me to reclaim who I am 
as a woman, um, I, I got this, I think I got this preaching thing down. I think I got this motherhood thing down, but I had lost the value of who I was as a woman and she's intertwined in that. So I said, Lord, show me who I am as a woman. Show me how to operate in who I am as a woman. Give me peace in who I am as a woman. Show me what your leading lady looks like. Oh my God. And God has just been orchestrating the best version of me. Ooh, come on, Shauna. The best version. The best, not a made-up version. Not what the world says. Not, not could no, the best version of me. So I want to give you something this morning. It's what the Lord gave me. My, I, I, I'm just telling you. My, um, yeah, come on. Pastor Mary says, showing not my real self to be acceptable to others. I told Judah something uh, yesterday because Judah struggles with validation from others. That's the thing he has to fight consistently. And we were riding home. Um, I had to go spend some time with his principal. We were riding home from school. And I said, if you could ever get over validation from others, you're going to be, or we were riding to his basketball game, you're going to be something else. Like, you're going to be something else. If you could ever get over the fact that people had to validate you, that people had to approve of you, you're going to be something else. And so I said something to him yesterday. I said, I said, let me ask you a question. Um, so let me ask you a question. I said, why would you, wh what sense does it make that you would look for approval from people who didn't create you? I'm, yeah, I'm about to go. I said, what sense does it make, Juju, that you would look for approval from people who didn't make you? How can anybody other than the manufacturer validate and stamp and put the seal of approval on your life. Why would you even allow people who didn't create you to speak in your life, to determine your worthiness, to, to determine your position, to tell you like what you got to think from this position. Why in the world would I look to be validated by somebody who didn't create me? Woo! Come on. Because the addiction to approval will be blinding. Y'all better come on, I'm on something this morning. The addiction to approval will be blinding. And every circle that you get in and every church that you attend in and every job that you're at, if you are looking for validation from people, you will be blinded by the truth of who God says you are and what God has for you. And then you will perform tricks daily for the comfort of others. So son, I need you to get in your thought process and your head that if they ain't create me, they don't get to validate me. <laughs> if they don't, they ain't create me, they don't get to validate me. Kim, if they, if they didn't, if they if they didn't make me, they don't they don't get to validate me. If they didn't blow breath into my body, they didn't get. If they didn't form me in my mother's womb, they don't get to val. They don't get to sign off on who I am, and I don't care who that is. I don't care if it's your mama. I don't care if it's your daddy. I don't care if it's your pastor. I don't care if they didn't create me. Then they don't get to validate who I. Am. 
I am already, I have validity because of Christ. <sighs> Come on. Come on. I have validity. Come on, say that. Put that in your notes. I have validity, Jackie, because of Christ. I have validity, Tremaine, because of Christ. I have validity, Kim, because of Christ. Christ is who validates me. Christ is who says I'm good. Christ, Christ is who says I'm worthy. Christ who deems my righteousness. Come on, Christ, is, I am who I am because of Christ. <laughs> because of Christ. So anything that's in you, Pastor Mary just said it, burn it up, any addiction to approval, any slight, I don't care if it goes, and we all won't, let me tell you something, I'm teaching, Saturday I got a pillow talk, and I'm teaching a lot on dreams, and I'm going to talk about dream thieves, oh, right, and one of our work, I can't even give it all to you today, but one of the worst dream thieves is our family, It's our family. And because we want our family to approve us so bad, we look so, so we want the people connected to us to prove so bad. We want to, we do, we do. They are one of the biggest dream things that hinders and puts us in a position where we won't go and pursue because we are looking for them to validate us. We are looking for them. To, to confirm us. Well, baby, I got a I got a no, I got an announcement. <laughs> I'm your public announcer today, Shanquita. They did not call you. And if they did not call you, they didn't call you to teach, they didn't call you into medicine, they didn't, they did not call you. And if they did not call you, they don't get to sign off on you. When I start, when I, I, I got some scriptures. I'm gonna back some of this up. I need to give you some stuff. I got some scriptures, scriptures for you. I ain't, I ain't just going off this morning. I got some word that I'm gonna put on this. We are gonna seal this in the word. When I accepted my call, I, my first time accepting my call. I told y'all February, um, February 13th. I'll be 20, 2023. I'll be 22 years in the gospel, preaching the gospel of Jesus Christ. 22 years. Since I answered my call, March 14th, uh, 22 years since I preached my very first sermon because I was a hot mess. <laughs> when I answered my call, man, I was berated. I was attacked. Uh, still, sometimes people will show up and say, you still you still got all them. You still got you still got all them tattoos. You still got all them tattoos on you. Like like you still like like. I'm just telling you, like, I'm just, I'm just telling you, like, and it took a, a struggle. It made me struggle with what God was saying to me. If you've never read my book, The Launch, um, I talk about that. And when I do a part two, I'm going to talk more. It made me struggle with what God was saying about me because I was looking, I was looking for the validation of those that I thought that loved me. I was looking for the validation of those that I thought rode. I'm a ride, ride or die. I'm a ride. Well, the ride ended when I accepted the call. I'm out. The ride ended when I accepted the call. So when I accepted the call, the ride or dies, 
The ride ended when I accepted the call. The I'll never walk out. And then every time I have shifted into the presence of God, and every time I have shifted into the more of God, and every time I have shifted, I ain't, let me lay this down real fast. Lay it, lay the grip. I ain't perfect. I do, I, I probably did something last night. Probably, I'm just be honest. I ain't perfect. And I don't even try to be perfect no more because that was messing me up too. Because I didn't really understand how God forgives and he blocks out my transgressions. Didn't give me permission to be a constant, but he already said, we all sin and fall short of the glory of God. We all gonna do something that ain't God approved, but a repentant heart blocks out transgressions. Ooh, even if it's something you are struggling with, God said, David is a man after my own heart. And I truly believe because no matter how David failed, he sought out the relationship of God over and over again. He kept sharing. He kept showing up. Lord, remember, this is me. Lord, I love you. Lord, I messed up. Like no matter what, David kept showing up. So, and then every time I shifted or shifted perspective, it felt like somebody else didn't validate that season that I am in. When I shut down coffee and conversations with Lakeisha and only went to one day, can I just be honest, folks? <laughs> can I be real? And if it was you, it ain't no shot at you. <laughs> folks that had told me they would ride with me, stop riding with me. Like, stop. Folks that had told me that's right, stop, stop riding with me. And yes, life happens and things present itself. But if I would have used that moment to invalidate the call or invalidate the season or invalid, then I would have been messed up and I wouldn't even be sitting here in front of you today. I wouldn't. I wouldn't be walking in the things that I know God had called me to. So I want to give you what God gave me and we get ready to get out of here in just a second. You ain't, you, you're never going to feel worthy for this. Ooh. I need you to hear me. You are never, ever going to feel worthy. You're not created to feel worthy. If you feel worthy, then you'll operate in your own strength and from an own place. Jesus did this. That's got to be your tagline. Jesus did this. So if you are waiting on worth, and if you think you're worth, let me hear you. If you think you're so worthy that your worth caused stuff to happen in your life, no, things that happen in your life happen just because God is. Come on. Things that occur in your life happen just because God is. Are you worthy? You'll never, never feel worthy. So you cannot afford to disqualify yourself based on your sins, based on your mistakes, or you'll never understand the impact who, of who Jesus is. You'll never understand what Jesus did for you because you're still sitting around trying to seal your worth in I want to see worthiness. We often attach to a feelings. We are not supposed to be in the body of Christ led by feelings. We are the temple of the Holy Spirit. The Holy Spirit is in us. The Holy Spirit writes this out. God does this. God is sovereign and he's going to reign on the just 
and the unjust. That's why some of y'all have not, <laughs> some of y'all are baby haters because you're still trying to figure out, I was there, how your uh, enemy or how whoever don't live and serve like you um, is still getting blessed or God still moves for them because you think it's worthy. <laughs> you think it's your church attendance. You think it's your, how you put No, <laughs> Jesus did this. <laughs> Jesus is the way, the truth, and the life. This is because of Jesus. It's not because of nothing else. It's not because your little works. As a matter of fact, the word of God tells us, not by works. Come on, put it in the comments. I'm almost out of here. Not by works. Not by works. Not by works of righteousness. Not by works of righteousness. This is Titus 3, 5, and 7. Not by works of righteousness, which we have done, but according to his mercy. Woo! Come on. My God. According to his mercy, you're about to make me tear some up. He said, according to his mercy, he saved us by the washing of regeneration and renewing of the Holy Spirit, which he shed on us abundantly through Jesus Christ, our Savior, that being justified, come on, y'all, by his grace, we should be made heirs according to the hope of eternal life it is not by your works it, it, you'll never feel worthy you so then every time you mess up you will disqualify yourself from what the what what is every time you mess up you'll count yourself out every time you mess up you'll forget to thank him and ask him for your blessings every time you mess up you'll hide from God that was the foolery, tomfoolery of Adam and Eve in the garden. They taught us to hide from God as if God was not the maker and the creator of the universe. You cannot hide. He see you when you on your way to your seat. He see you when you on your way to your seat. He see you when you on your way to your mess. Come on, y'all. So the freedom we get is in Jesus Christ. Come on now. So I'm going to give you a few things, right? I'm going to give you a few things that I confess over myself. It says I'm redeemed in Christ. I have redemption through his blood. I have redemption. I'm not trying to get it. You're not trying to get redemption. You don't work for the redemption. You don't work for the redemption. You don't work for the redemption. He says, I have it now. He says, Jesus bought me back. Jesus freed me from captivity by the payment of his ransom, his own life. Colossians 1.14, 1 Timothy 2 and 6. The father made you to partake of your inheritance. He redeemed you. He delivered you. He freed you from the authority of Satan. He translated you into the kingdom of your dear son. He made you a citizen of light. He, so you live in the light and you walk in the light. Come on, y'all. Colossians 1, 13 and 14, right? You overcome. You're overcoming. You overcome the devil. You overcome every confrontation. When the devil starts trying to confront you, Romans 8 tells us, hey, there's no condemnation. In Christ Jesus, if 
God blotted it out. He don't remember it. You better not remember your, that mess as well. There's no condemnation. So if I'm overcome, I'm overcome not by Lakeisha, Patricia, not by Lakeisha, Courtney. I am overcome by the blood of the lamb and the word of my testimony. This is what it looks like if we were in court. The accuser of the brother, Beelzebub, uh, Satan, Lucifer, whatever you want to call him, him, his little buddies, and his imps seem so loud because we have allowed them to be so loud in our head and in our life for so long. And church taught us this, and people taught us this, and religion taught us this. They've been so loud. This is why we judge people like we judge people and don't operate in true forgiveness and won't lay our lives down for others, right? So this is how I look in court. You in court, you show up in a court, and we act like we in court without an attorney. I'm going to free. We're going to get free this morning. We're going to get free. We act like we in court without an attorney because they're so loud and Jesus is so chill. <laughs> we act like we in court, Pastor Mary, without an attorney because the enemy is so loud and Jesus is so chill. But see, Jesus don't have to show up loud because Jesus know who Jesus is. <laughs> Jesus ain't got to show up loud, Jess, because Jesus know who Jesus is. Jesus ain't got to show up rowdy because Jesus know who Jesus is. So you in court, you done committed an infraction, you committed a sin, and the accuser of the brother brings you to court. <laughs> you in court, right? They loud, they over there talking, they rowdy, they screaming justice. And because you let these voices go on for way too long, right? And because your attorney is so G, <laughs> your attorney so G, <laughs> Cause he already know the verdict. <laughs> he already know the outcome. <laughs> he already know what's next. <laughs> Come on. So, because Jesus is, see, we still walking around waiting on Jesus to prove he Jesus. When the word already says, I'm the way, the truth, I'm the life. Um, I ain't come to steal, kill, and destroy. I came so you can have life more abundantly. We still sitting around waiting on Jesus to prove who he is in our life. When he was bruised by our iniquities, he was chastised by our peace, and by his stripes, we are ready, redeemed, rectified, healed, and sealed. Come on, y'all. So you're sitting in court, and they just loud. And they just loud. And the more loud they are, the more you're confronted with what you've done instead of you turning to your advocate. I'm gone. I'm about to go. Instead of you turning to your advocate. <laughs> Instead of you turning into one that already spoke up on your behalf, you start listening and entertaining the foolishness of this accuser of the brethren that has absolutely no authority. God has already put all things under Christ's feet. You are a member of the body of Christ, the feeder in the body. So Satan is under your feet. If he's under your feet, his mouth needs to be muzzled. Come on, Ephesians 1, 22 and 23. Come on now, Ephesians 1, 22 and 23. So he is sitting there, the advocate, already when the accuser brother say, whoop de whoop de whoop, 
And God is a God that sits on his throne and operates according to kingdom protocol. So he's going to let him bring his little antics this way. But it's your job to gird yourself with truth. You sitting at the right hand of the high priest. You sitting at the right hand of justice. You sitting at the right hand of what's true. You sitting at the right hand of what's real. So then he says, God, look at what she did. God, look at what she did. The old God, the God of the Old Testament may review the sin. I don't know. I don't know how this goes down. But here's what I know. There is an advocate. Woo! Come on, y'all. There is an advocate that stands up so bold and so loud and says, I, 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 I. and he ain't even really got to say much. All he got to do is show <laughs> the nails in his hands. He ain't even got to, he ain't got to, he, he ain't even got to, says cam cam he said when you fall down 
a just woman, Selena, a just man, Selena, a just woman, Kim Yarley, a just man, Sharif, gonna get back up. The only person that falls and stays down don't know who they are in their righteousness. Don't know who they are in their righteousness because there is nothing that separates you from the love of God. So if you fail, here is your announcement today. Get your butt back up and stand in the blood and nothing else. I got to go. Y'all done shook me up. Y'all done started something today. Holy Spirit, I hope you are well pleased. Let this word be sealed. Let this word be planted. Let the same mind that's in Christ Jesus be all of us. Do not let us lean into our own understanding. We acknowledge you in all our ways. Yes, sir. I'll say what you said. Come on. Let me speak a word over you. Let me declare over you. My God, more breakthrough. Come on. More finances. More promotion. See, God got to do something, Pastor Mary, in this dispensation for those that don't believe. God got to extend mercy to you so the world knows that mercy really works. God's got to extend grace to you, Lakeisha, so the world knows that grace works. So when you tell them your testimony about how you was a little shady, a little undercurrent, they understand that the blood still works. He got to show up. So when the Lord starts speaking in my spirit this morning, shifts, 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 providential shifts, providential breakthroughs. Now, I remind you, I told you the other day, just because you ain't never experienced this, don't mean it ain't for you. Don't mean it ain't going to happen. Don't mean it ain't real. This ain't a made up word. This how the Holy Spirit comes to feel you. Ooh. My God, let me give you one more. When I repented, my heavenly father blotted out my transgressions. He does not remember my sins. Therefore, I won't remember them either. Thank you, Father God, for what you're doing for all of us. Woo! Now go be free today in Jesus' name. Woo! I don't know. Woo! Go be free today in the name of of Jesus. Receive this. Take communion. Put a seed on it. I don't know what you need to do, but seal this today in the name of Jesus because this was a biblical truth coming to you by the way of our Father. I thank you, Father God. Thank you for your word. Two things. Two things. Lord, place it on your heart to give. Go get it. Let LMJ Ministries our word. You find all the way to give. You can give to the ministry. If the Lord tells you to sow a seed into me. You can get it. All of that is on our website. You can cash app us, dollar sign, L-M-J-M-I-N-I-S-T-R-Y. Ladies, if you have signed up for Pillow Talk on Saturday, I have sent out the emails. I'm going to send out one more confirmation email today. If you don't have your email with your Zoom, you need to send us an email at info at justbeinglmj.com and say, I didn't get my email. You don't want to miss Saturday. Do not let the devil cheat you out of Saturday. From 9 to 12, the Lord is going to pour out his heart so you can dream again, so that you can walk in the fullness of who God called you to be. I have worked and sat all week long to, to pull this together. God has poured so much wisdom on paper for you so that you can get and go live out the fullness of your 
dreams. That's what we're going to be doing on Saturday. So look for that email. So go give it the Lord tell you to give. Woo. Uh, um, be here Saturday. And then here's my final, the most, the biggest thing ever. If you want to stop living under condemnation, it starts with accepting Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior. That's where my beginning began. I'm nothing without Jesus. I make mistakes all the time. But you know what Jesus comes in? He rescues me out of my foolishness and say, come on, girl, come back here. And each time I get better and better and stronger and stronger. If that is you and you've never accepted Jesus Christ as the Lord and Savior, it starts with a statement of faith. And then I'm going to disciple you. And then we'll get you baptized. We'll go down to the river or to the pool. And we'll all just start going in the water. If that's you, repeat after me. Dear Jesus. I'm in need of a savior. I'm asking you to come into my life to take away my sins. I promise to love and follow you best I can. Thank you, Jesus, for saving me. If you prayed that prayer, send us an email, info at justbeinglmj.com. And what we're going to do is we're going to take some time out and we're going to send you some materials. Um, I love you. Um, no, Remember, no prayer call. We got what we're working on tomorrow. We got pillow talk, four hours tomorrow. Um, come on. Um, that's it. I love y'all. God loves you so, so much more. Don't cheat yourself today. You might need to come back and listen to this again and again and again and again and again and again. You can get it on Spotify. You can get it on YouTube. You can get it on, uh, Facebook. You can get it anywhere. You might need to come listen to this again and again and again and again and again. I love you. I love you so much more. Do me a favor. Go be loved today. Um, let the love of God, ugh, let the love of God be seen in you and through you and all around you. I love you so much. Love, peace, and blessings. Thank you, Lord. Thank you. Thank you. Thank